Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and uh, Florida, I guess. You know, I'll talk really slow for you guys. It is Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat, and FM 99 and 106.9, the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Right here, I am Sean Hood, and that's Dave Taylor. Hey, okay, Florida. I, I know that there's a lot of crazy stories out of Florida, but here's mm-hmm. the thing. Is it like, there's a lot of transients in Florida. So is it the people who are like from Florida, or is it people who've like moved? Well, I don't know, Dave, but there's a lot of transients in a lot of other places, too, and they don't have as many stupid... They don't have a thing <laughs> called, like, there's not like a... Like, around here, we got a lot of people from other places. Yeah, yeah we have a But there's no area. Norfolk man... Like we used prep sites for the for the, our different yeah. shows, and there is literally a tag on there that just says Florida man. Like it gets its own tag compared to everything else. There's no Norfolk man. No, you know. No. So let's be real. It's reason. Florida. There's something about Florida. As soon as you cross the state line, your IQ goes down. There is. And okay. I mean, let's be honest. That's where Impact was based for the longest time. So it's clear that there's just problems but over NXT's there. NXT's down there. Yeah, that's one of the shining stars. That's yeah. why they had to start touring because they had to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, in any event. <laughs> It is episode 112 of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, uh, wrestling podcast, and we are going to review two shows today, TakeOver in Toronto and SummerSlam. We're going to go over both these shows, got lots to get to. Uh, first of all, the business, lots of ways to interact with us. First and foremost, you can follow us uh, on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, ESPR, and it'll link you to our most recent episode right there. That links you to our SoundCloud, which has all of our episodes on it, really. And if you want to, you can go to all your major podcasting apps and search for ESPR Wrestling. That directs you right to us, and it allows you to uh, follow us, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review. It would help us greatly. Dave's making faces. Oh, because I, I didn't realize uh, Alicia Warrington, Alicia Taylor, the NXT announcer, is, mm-hmm. is from a, a town I used to live in. Oh, okay. But, the, I, but she's a, a musician that like, played The with, face like, you were making did was, not, did like, not match I'm, up with I'm that I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, looking at it, I go... Oh my gosh! Like she's played with like Kelly Osborne and Hannah Montana. Dave's face was like he was watching a, a, an orphan, <laughs> an orphanage for bunnies burn down or something. But he's over here. But he's like, oh, she lived from a town I used to be from. Yeah. the two didn't match up. No, so. it didn't. in any event, <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. Uh, so you can follow us again on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR and wrestling. Give us a five star rating and a review and subscribe. Tell your friends. And if you'd like to interact with us, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 or email us ESPR at FM99.com. And I appreciate the New Japan emails. Not getting into it this episode, but I do appreciate it. No, but I mean, we need stuff. those episodes for weeks yes, when we're not yes. going to be talking about big shows like this for the E or uh, AEW because we do want to actually start covering them more. So that'll help us have more content for these for in between episodes. So we don't have to just do Monday Night Raw and SmackDown all the time. Yeah, yeah. So because that's something we want to start branching out on between these preview and review episodes. So we do greatly appreciate those. Yes. Um. So keep them coming. Uh. This week again, we are going to do some reviews, and we'll get one started right now with Takeover Toronto. Ooh, I can't wait for Super Slam. Okay, I'm going to confess, uh, and I think a lot of people had some issues over the weekend with some of the changes that WWE made with their yes. software and everything else. I did not get a chance to see NXT. I had my own issues watching it. I had to give up at one point and watch some of it later because it just wasn't it wasn't working. The app was being a real pain to try and watch the program. What killed me is that it happened to me during the main event. Oh, no. Uh, it was like the worst possible time. Like, you couldn't have done this earlier in the show. I still would have been annoyed, but it's the main event. I've, I've watched to this point. I want to finish the damn show. <laughs> So, so I'm going to run through the card. You're going to you, you do everything. So I'm just maybe just going to comment on the the outcome or what I think from okay. what, what I've read. Gotcha. So, so you know, a little bit different here with the review. So we'll start with uh, with the Street Profits uh, defeating the Undisputed Era. 
And I think this is one you and I disagreed we on. We did, yeah. yeah. You picked yeah. Street Profits. I picked Undisputed Era just because I can never bet against those guys. Which I don't blame you. And they, I, I got to tell you, it was it was a really good match. Um, probably the coming out party the Street Profits needed because I don't think they've had a single, like, them against one other team match that's really allowed I, them to look like I, a high end team. I, I, I will agree because because yeah. to me like their highlight was definitely the ladder match, but it's like but they, like I think you even said they needed something to represent the like, hey you know to show them that uh, show us that they have it. Yeah, and uh, they did that. And it was a good. It was a really good match. The probably the Street Profits' best match, not the Undisputed Era's best match, but that doesn't mean anything because those guys had amazing matches. Yeah. Um. So still a really good match and uh, cool Street Profits getting the win. All right, next match, uh, and this what I from what I heard was like maybe the match of the night, or maybe the it was the, really good, the, the best. Uh, Io Shirai uh, defeating Candice LeRae. Uh, I I love Dark Io Shirai, the evil Io Shirai. It's Evilo Shirai or whatever. She's <laughs> fantastic, and her and Candice worked well together. It started out a little slow, but the way they built, the crowd really got into it towards the end, and these two had a fantastic match. And Io is just so vicious as this character. I good, love it. Good. I have not seen a lot of Candace. Just can you? Because I've seen her like come out like for Johnny and I, stuff. To be perfectly I, honest, she's very much like her husband as a female, as far mm-hmm. as her wrestling style. Like she, you'll you'll notice a lot of similarities between the two of them. Wow. So she she's very good. She's a very good wrestler. But yeah. I will say this: sometimes the oomph doesn't seem to be there. Like the 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 aggression doesn't yeah. seem to be there. Um, at least believable aggression. But she did a really good job in this match. So if you needed to familiarize yourself with her work, I would point to this. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and then uh, the uh, triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. I think. Well, I think. I think we're both wrong. Are I think. I mean, Velveteen Dream retained or repeat right. Don and Roderick Strong. I think I picked. I Pete picked Dewan's, Roderick Strong, and I think I picked Pete on this. Right. Match. I picked Strong just because I figured that leads to a feud between Dunn and Dream. Yeah. Um. At some point, Strong could move on. Really, because I picked an undisputed era sweep. Now, here's the thing. Once the Undisputed Era lost the tag team titles, I knew that Strong wasn't going to win this because I was like, okay, well, the sweep's out the window. That's yeah. not going to happen. Um, another really, really good match. Again, these guys all worked so well together. Um, again, it kind of took away some of the mystique because I didn't see Dunn winning, so I kind of figured I was waiting for Dream to win. But really good win for Dream. He looked good. He pinned uh, Dunn clean. Yeah, which really I, good. Reading that outcome kind of surprised me a little bit, but yeah. uh but you know, but at some point, I mean, yeah, Dunn's going to come back to earth. But not I, in a bad way, but just but he needs to be more okay, well people can beat him. I'm but. just going to say this, I don't think Roderick Strong can have a bad match. That guy is a guaranteed star in the in in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, another uh, another women's match that ended by submission and I think no surprise to this outcome uh, Shayna Baszler defeating uh, Mia Yim. I was bummed I was really bummed about it, but it was still a very good match. Mia Yim looked really, really good. She looked fantastic, as a matter of fact. And uh, Baszler just, I mean, she is still the badass workhorse of the women's division, yeah. carrying that division on her very broad shoulders. Um, but a really good match. Baszler's still looking really strong going forward as the women's champion. I thought maybe that time was up, but I was wrong. Well, you know, that's one thing we talked about going in the SummerSlam was that um, – it was that Becky was going to need a challenger because we said she's going to beat Natalia, and if Shayna loses, like she's got to show up. Obviously, somebody else showed up, um, and, and which was great. But uh, but so we were, you know, we anticipated somebody. We just didn't think that's who it was going to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then you had the uh, two out of three falls match, which was the Adam um, Cole and Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano, which was the oh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> <laughs> the main event of the evening. There you go. Two yeah. out of three falls match. Adam Cole defeating Johnny Gargano. Do you want to run through the falls? Yes, uh, but real quick, I'm going to need to ask you from now on. This main event of the evening thing, yes. you're going to need to go add uh, some 
something oh, to oh, that, sorry. make it echo or gotcha. something okay, when I do okay, it. Just okay, so okay, it doesn't right. mean. Let's really let's let's do let's do this up. It is it's got to feel big and like a spectacle. Ready? So, ladies and gentlemen, the main event of the evening: two out of three falls match for the NXT Championship. Adam Cole, baby, taking <laughs> on Johnny Gargano. Yeah, the first fall was a singles match. That's when Adam Cole picked. Second fall is a street fight. That's the one Johnny Gargano picked. And we didn't know what the third fall was going to be. Um, the first fall ended up being, I mean, a really well-wrestled match between the two of them. It felt like a normal main event match between them. Yeah. Uh, Gargano, at some point, just gives up as far as trying to pin him because he has a chair in his hands. It's about 20 minutes into the match or something like that. And he just goes, nah, and just starts wailing on Cole with the chair because why not? The next one's a street fight anyway, and there I can start off with an advantage. And you know what? While kind of a heel move, at a certain point you're like, he talked numerous times about just wanting to hurt Adam Cole so it fit into that vein, that storyline. And he gets into the street fight. The street fight really is him beating the crap out of Adam Cole for the next several minutes. Um, and he gets his win back there, so it's tied 1-1. And then we find out they were clever here. They hid the cage ah. uh, above the ring. They had a tarp all around the top so you couldn't see anything up there. Because that was one thing you and I talked about. It's yeah. like, well, if you don't see the cage, you're not going to have it because, uh, right. you know, like WCW rules. Yeah, we're going to have a cage match. But there's no cage. Yeah, but that was smooth because I didn't notice a cage up there because no, no camera shots were showing the ceiling really. Yeah. But sometimes when they pan out far enough, you can see the cage up top if it's up there. But with that black tarp around, I didn't see it. So it didn't Jeez. give away to me what the final match was going to be. Then it comes down. It's got barbed wire around the top. It's got weapons all over the inside. Uh, yeah, they're just leaving a barbed wired steel cage match. It's essentially, yeah, it's it's kind of like one of those. Uh, so you can't leave, basically. Yes, is what it is. yes. It, it was. It was. I don't remember what TNA calls it. They they had a match where it would be something like that, where they'd lower a cage and weapons would be hanging and on it and whatnot. I just can't remember what the hell it was called. Um, it was lethal lockdown. That's what it was called. Ah. similar idea, but again, the barbed wire on the top. Had lots of craziness about. Again, I've said this about these guys before. As close to a hardcore match as you can get these days uh just these two tore the house down some crazy spots that still didn't seem like they were going to kill themselves so really enjoyed it uh adam cole gets the win and he remains your nxt world champion baby all right it's 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 a long match and, and i know I, I grape about long matches some i like some it's like well okay you know they could have cut some of this out did you feel at any point in this match that you know they could have well they could have done it this way or they could have no because I felt like the whole thing served a purpose the, the story worked out the story worked out um, I will say if you just don't feel like sitting around for a forty six minute match watch the first fall second fall you can skip simply because it really is just an extended Johnny Gargano beating a down Adam Cole um, and then watch the final fall so that'll take out at least maybe a third of the match for you or something like that so it's 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 a it. I enjoyed watching it from beginning to end, but I could understand why maybe you'd want to cut out that second fall if you were pressed for time. Yeah, well, because in some of those like matches, I know it's like you know the heel like there's like an Iron Man match or whatever, mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, I'm up, I am up by two or whatever, so I'm gonna beat the hell out of my opponent, right? You know, then I get DQ'd, but then I can get another pinfall or something, right? You know? Yeah, so, so kind of like that. There you go. So there you go. That was NXT Takeover. Really how, good show. So how would you rate it? Uh, out of ten, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Um, out of ten, I'm gonna give it a. Oh, God. I'm going to give it eight and a half. And how was Nigel? Really good show. Hey, Marl, did you get the usual? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, they're... good golly old Molly yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know. And I still love that the fans will chant uh, Mamma Mia. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite, that they'll use his chant and say Mamma Mia. Um, but, you know, they they were very good. 
It was a good night overall. Again, eight and a half out of ten is probably where I put this one. It's not the best takeover I've ever seen, but still meets the expectations I have for them. Good. Okay. So uh, that's going to do it for takeover. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and it's going to be time for us to dive into the marathon that is SummerSlam. So stick around. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back, and it is time for us to uh, Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> He's distracted. Uh, I'm here, I'm here. I'm it is shy. time for us to now dive into SummerSlam, uh, the biggest party of the summer, probably WWE's second biggest show of the year. Um, it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel that way in, it going in for sure. I'll, no. I'll give you that. It was just... God Almighty, it, it's a bummer to be this disenfranchised with all the stuff going on because there's some really great players involved in all of this. Yeah. So it's really a bummer. And that was my problem I had through the whole night, which is we'd go through certain matches and I would just say, I don't care who uh, wins at yeah, this point. Yeah. You haven't made me care about this story. So uh, that'll be a theme, what you'll see as we go through this. And, yeah, and some of that's going to be in the pre show. Yeah, and uh, day, well, pre show always ends up feeling that way unfortunately oh, by the way yeah Elias showing up and then getting speared by Edge um, which was like holy crap because who knew Edge could be physical yeah I don't know how that works you know uh, but he's not coming back to Russell he's just, no 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 it's just, it was just to make the, the fans in Toronto happy yeah yeah cheap pop Cheap pop. Yeah. Cheap pop. It's because it when, when I did see Elias, I just fast forward. <laughs> yeah, generally. I started the show late, yeah. so I was like, yeah, yeah I'm not missing anything. Yep, generally. Uh, so, uh, cruiserweight match with Drew Gulak defeating Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan. Yep, him too. <laughs> if he wins, I'll say his name right, but he just. <laughs> so. Good uh, match, though. Yes. Good yeah, match. Yeah. Right? It, it's good for Drew. Right guy won. Uh, a match that they kind of threw in there because it's more of an angle than the match was Buddy Murphy defeating Apollo Crews by disqualification. Uh, with Rowan just kind of stepping in. But, hey, good for both guys being on a pay-per-view. But Yeah, uh, agreed. agreed. <laughs> um, last try- I checked, Apollo was going back down to NXT to do stuff, but yeah. apparently they're not using him there yet, so he has to go up here and do something. Yeah. Um, and then talking about a match nobody cared about, which is a shame, giving the parties involved, the mm-hmm. women's tag match, which was just kind of thrown in there with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeating the Iconics. Yeah, and I, this this goes back to the issue I had with the Iconics through the whole time, is there was never any attention given to their title reign. Yeah. So why now, now why start now in, in their yeah. rematch? You know I don't I don't get that either. It, I also love the idea that we don't give automatic rematches anymore, <laughs> but they got a rematch. Yeah, you know whatever I guess. In any event, uh, I mean it was fine. The crowd seems to love Alexa and Nikki. Yeah, so that's good. Maximize that if you can. But make up your mind: are the good guys or bad guys? Because on SummerSlam they seemed like bad guys yeah. or good guys. Good guy, yeah. And then on was it Raw? Raw, and they won the match. They, yeah. yeah, when they seemed like bad guys. Yeah, you know because they were up against a babyface team, and it's like, uh, what are they supposed to be? Don't yeah, make them- but Alexa's been like that for a while with back and forth, you know. Team it, but of- usually with her, it seemed like she was faking it. Yeah. You know, yeah. to try and get over on somebody. But now it just seems like they don't know how to book them. Yeah. So, yeah. in any event, uh, the, I but, mean, match was fine. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then the real stuff started. Uh, women's match, it, starting hot because you're bringing out Natalia. Starting hot, yeah. You know, and, crowd and, and didn't Becky care. Lynch. Crowd did not care about Natalia. You know, but but, but the chance during the match were a little bit interesting and stuff at, at times. You know, There's a lot of Becky chance, brother. There were, yeah. But, crowd was into Becky. What's funny is I thought all her talk about, like, uh, oh, I'm new, I'm Canada's new hero yeah. or something <laughs> like that, I thought that would go against her. Yeah. I thought that they would really, like, turn against I, her. Man, they did not. No, because I thought maybe that's what she was – just trying to drum up some yeah. support for for you know for Natty, but man, they but, were uh, they were generally in Becky's side, uh, corner. But I will say this: as the match went on, the crowd was into the match. 
uh, some really good stuff. They work the submission match I, better I, than I expected. Yeah, because a submission match is never always a fun match because as you're like, there's okay. very few exceptions to to that uh, where they've been exciting. I mean, the easiest one to point to is Stone Cold and um, Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah, which is the match that kind of made Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, um, but, that's the easiest one to point to. Yeah, but I, I thought I thought they did a good job with this. I did too. I, I thought the sharpshooter on the on the second rope was was pretty cool. It was neat, and the fact that you couldn't have a rope break. Yeah, I liked that. That because that because that that caused drama. I yeah. thought because I thought like crap, man, Natty could really win this. Thing. You have to get out of the submissions. I yeah, like that. Yeah, I like I, that. so I so good job on that. Yeah, uh, Becky gets the win. Good Be- for her. Becky gets the and win. And we know that on Monday Night Raw, Sasha came back and uh, attacked Natty, which got a thank you from the crowd. Yeah, again, yeah. crowd does not care about Natty. And no. uh, then we got to see Becky and Sasha start going at it. I got to tell you, right away, it felt like the hottest thing on the show. Yeah, yeah. on Raw. Because that automatically crowd was hot for it. They wanted to see him fight, and that feels like a feud right away. So I'm like, good, don't mess this up. Yeah, the fact that somebody came back, and yeah. it was Sasha, and it wasn't like, well, I'm just going to cut a promo. Like, it's just, you didn't need words. Nope, it was you good. You didn't need words. I mean, good. now you're going to have words, and there are going to be some good words. Yeah, they're both good. They're yeah, both good yeah. at talking. So. Yeah, so we'll man, see what happens. Man, Becky needed this. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, get, get, get rid of Lacey, pass and tell you, let's move on. And speaking of moving on, Goldberg, bleh, Dolph Ziggler. Pretty much what Look, we thought it was, it was what be. it was going to be. I don't yeah. know what anybody anybody out there expected differently is an idiot. Yeah. Um. This is what it was going to be. Goldberg. It's so funny because there's all these people who go out there and talk about how Goldberg is a terrible wrestler, right? It depends on what aspect you're talking about wrestling. If you're talking about bell to bell inside the ropes, yes, he's not a great wrestler. He will never be <laughs> confused with the five star mat technicians of the world. That being said, you want to talk about drawing. You want to talk about crowd reactions. You, I mean, the, this guy is in the top tier and, and, and drama. Because I so I the, him, Dude, the, ma- the match he had with Lesnar at Mania to me is still one of my favorite. Still Mania one of matches. his best matches at yeah, this a four point. minute match. But damn, it was good. It was it was done well. I mean, it just the guy has the intensity. He yeah. draws eyes. He he gets reactions. Yeah, he's never going to be confused as a great technician. He will never be considered like Bret Hart or or, or Dynamite Kid or yeah, you know yeah. what I mean Harley Race. Yeah, he's Angle, never going to be considered. Yeah, but the point is. He Stephen Regal. He knows how to he knows how to attract people yeah. and, and create like you said drama and intensity. And so he goes out there. First of all, his spears on Dolph were vicious. Yeah, yeah. His Dolph sells like a maniac, and so Goldberg spearing him was was vicious. And so that was entertaining in and of itself. But even the super kicks at the beginning, you're like, oh crap. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to beat him. Yeah, but it was but, still but, interesting. But still, you're like, you know. Uh, the one thing I'll say is I don't know what we're doing with Ziggler. We've gotten to the point where no, it's no longer good enough for him to just lose. Now he has to call you back out after he's lost to continue to get his ass kicked. I don't understand that angle. I don't know that I love it. I thought it was funny against Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. but then he did it again on Raw, and I'm like, okay, I don't. It's like I don't you, like yeah, this. Thank you, sir. Going to have another. Yeah, this is that only works for a time. But it's not even doing that essentially. <laughs> no, he's just not. talking ass and getting his ass handed to him again. Yeah, yeah. And but you know whatever I still thought it was entertaining for what it was. It was so I thought the placement was weird because you started off like with two things. That were like I think they the just knew hot. it was going to be short. It was going to be hot. Let's just get it over with. Because, you know, because I, I think in order matches like that should come maybe a match or two later. I mean, I agree with you, Cause, but because I didn't really care for the next match as much as I like AJ Styles and Ricochet. I I just thought it was. I thought like, it was good, but I don't think they reached that great platform. Yeah, it, what is, and I love AJ Styles, but yeah. why why is it like he needs like three matches with somebody to finally get that good match? Because like it was because it took I like three, it took like the, the last man standing. I mean, match it, last it, year again, it, 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 it was match. a good match. It just I don't feel like it was a great match. The ending was great. How the ending was great. I will say this: Ricochet's spot where he runs across the shoulders of the <laughs> of Gallows and Anderson, yeah. and then Hurricane Rana's AJ. <laughs> that was cool as hell. 
but, um, so it was good stuff. It just it didn't feel like I kept watching it, waiting for it to feel like it kicked up yeah. that notch, and I didn't get there. And I think part of it was, and I, and I get I get the DOC and everything, but it felt like it relied too much on like them not like interfering, but Ricochet being distracted by them when they were not right. doing anything. And I which was isn't like, necessary with somebody like AJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What you do is you save that interference for when he's up against somebody that you want to really make look like a threat. Yeah, you know, but no, yeah, or, or have him do all the stuff, and then at the end. Have cost in the yeah. match, but there was just too much of it. Yeah, where they can be like, no, we didn't do anything. You yeah, know? Uh, one of the duds of the night, which is unfortunate because this should have been better. Bailey defeating Ember Moon, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame the announcers on this because they never made it feel like Ember was a threat. I'm gonna blame a lot of things on this, not just the announcers, because why should the announcers do that when they didn't do it through the feud, building up the feud? Good point. It was never set up that way. Yeah, and Bailey has been positioned so terribly. At this point, like they, yeah. they don't they don't know what they're doing with her because supposedly she's not this lovable, friendly Bailey anymore. But she still comes out with the stupid, wacky, waving arm, inflatable, flailing tube men. <laughs> and she still has the hugger section signs. Yeah, her, yeah. her thing still says hugger, hug life or whatever. And it's like, so what are you doing with her? You clearly don't know. Yeah. At this point. And there's no evolution of her character. It's not like she's changing. It's not like there's a little growth. It's nothing. It's just she's just now not acting as happy. Yeah, which is frustrating because she's a good wrestler, but yeah. like, but you're very like, good wrestler. But you're just taking out like the yeah. the elements that like made her great. And Ember, like yeah. uh, the match, the match ended up being lackluster as yeah. a result. Yeah. yeah, I mean they both did some cool stuff. But yeah, it was, meh. yeah. It's almost like they waited like too long to like to figure out with Ember because like she was like you know a growing star at one time and I know she yeah. got hurt or whatever. But it's like, well, we're just yeah. gonna put you in this match because hey, because we don't have anybody else. We don't have anybody else, and you want new faces, so you're gonna get new faces, which I think is why we got some of the matches that yeah, we, we kind of did, except for the men's title matches. Uh, Kevin Owens defeating Shane McMahon with with the odd stipulation of Owen, <sighs> only if Owens lost, he'd be gone. I mean, it was what it was. Crowd loved it. Crowd loved it. Crowd loved it, which that, is good. That, that's I think what matters and. That match could probably could have been shorter. Could have been a lot shorter. I mean, even though it was like nine but minutes. But it wasn't that bad. I mean, all things considered, it wasn't that bad. Shane didn't get made to look like a Superman in this yeah. because it really did look like when when nobody, when like Elias wasn't helping uh, Shane, it looked like Kevin was just beating the crap out of Shane. I, I, I thought, though, and I know like Owens got fined on Tuesday or whatever, so I'm going to drag this out, but like, okay, he's an enforcer, Elias. Yeah. He can't be touched, but then later on, Owens, you know, touches him or whatever. Well, you the know, other referee was down, and yeah, yeah. But, but I'm like, you know, but then Owens have like, or, not, or Elias have any power to be like, oh, you put your hand on me or hit me? Well, you never reverse. I mean, but the catch being that once you put on that referee shirt, you once you get attacked, you're yeah. knocked out, Dave. It doesn't work like yeah. that. So I mean, like you know, it's it's like uh, I mean, how many times have we seen it in matches before where somebody like happened with Austin all the time? He wouldn't like something the ref did, so he dropped the referee. No, yeah, and the, technically that should be a disqualification, yeah, but the yeah. ref's unconscious, yeah. so another ref runs out and we continue the match. Yeah, and it's you know that's sort thing happens it's just you know it, that was my least gripe with that with that sort of thing yeah yeah but i mean other than that but, but uh, the right guy what won. i expected to happen was for him to beat on elias and then go finish off shane and then as he's counting three on shane elias wakes up and dqs him yeah that's what i expected but it didn't happen yeah yeah they could have screwed him that way they didn't yeah. do that uh, and the match that uh, I liked it just took a while to get going charlotte F- flair defeating trish stratus it was a little a little clunky in the f- opening minutes but they settled into a really nice pace and worked really well together. I was surprised. They, yeah, they did. I, I will I will say this, and and this is like really frustrating because like Trish, like the air she was in, yeah, like never got to do this. Yeah, 
And, Very rarely. She got to do know, it a couple I mean, of times I mean, with, like, Mickey, Lita, and Victoria, and that was about it. Yeah, yeah. but we knew, like, I mean, like, she obviously improved a lot from, like, when she Absolutely. first started. You know, she you know like, through her it's she, like okay, she, she went from this. having no talent to being one of the greatest female performers they've ever had yeah. in the ring. Yeah, but but just watching, it's like, man, like, had she did this stuff? But, I mean, it was an era where people didn't care about women's wrestling. But good for her now because she can kind of, you know— she gets that match to, yeah. to really put a bow on the end of her career. And yeah, it was much better than the tag match at Devolution and stuff. Exactly. But I think, she, but I think a lot of it was like ring rust. And, yeah. Well, and Charlotte looked good. Yeah. She worked yeah. well with Trish, and they had a really good match. But went the right way. Charlotte winning. Well, and the fact that it was Trish doing the figure eight. That was fun. That was, that was really was like, fun. Oh my gosh! You know, you, you, really you know what fun. I want to see at least one time is somebody not that move, but somebody reversing the figure four and then winning it while it's reversed. I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think it has either, and I, th- I agree with you. That'd be an interesting <laughs> thing to see. You know, this is some point in time where it's reversed and somebody has to tap out. Yep. Okay, in a match that was very frustrating, uh, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton in a double countout, which I'll, I'll, which I'll get to in a different match because of something else that happened. That We said this before. It had the potential to be a good match yeah. if Randy felt motivated, and it didn't look like he felt motivated. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe the dude was motivated to, the, to, to you know no, no end, but – it didn't feel that way because the match felt like a standard Randy Orton match, which is going to motivate at a slow, sludging pace. Yeah. Which the problem is this: if you're going to slow the match down that much, then it needs to seem like you're being brutal. Like it needs to. There needs to be an intensity to that but slow like, down like he's pace. He's uh, putting a but, screwdriver in your air, kind of brutal. Or just right, that, that works when he was yeah, wrestling yeah, Jeff Hardy. You're like, but Ugh. this was just slow, and that's all it was. And then the ending was so frustratingly stupid. Yeah. Because it's not even like like Orton standing there and distracted it, by Kofi's family. And I think and I think you and I will disagree on this. I thought the announcers tried the best they can. I thought they did a good job trying to put over the fact that Kofi got mad because of this. But I think it was almost like something didn't happen. Like because Randy stared at him and the Kofi got pissed. Yeah. But it was like and the yeah, announcers no, tried to cover it or whatever. Kofi I know I, I agree with you on that because I don't think enough happened. I mean, he was you know talk, he was looking at their family and eyeballing them, and maybe he said something, but yeah. it just wasn't. It's not like he, it's not like he like he should have done something like uh, like knocked something out of his kid's hand or yeah, something like that, yeah. got in their face like yeah. aggressively. Exactly doesn't have to lay his hands on them. We don't have to yeah. go that far, yeah. but something to make the dad yeah. snap and Kofi. No, no, just looking at them isn't enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Steer it just doesn't. Family. It just doesn't do enough. Yeah. Or he didn't like blow his wife a kiss or something. Right. He, he go the you know, the. Uh, well, I don't Samoa, need that again. Samoa I already, Joey. I, I already saw that with the uh, with the the McMahon family Avenger with Triple H and Stephanie. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. need that again. That was sucked. Um. So, the match just never took off, and it ended up being kind of a flop. Yeah, and the crowd booed for right reason. Yeah, they did because it was they, a BSN. And game. I felt like they booed Kofi after he beat up Randy. Like, I don't feel like they were booing Kofi so I, much I, as they I, were still booing the finish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they were still angry about it, and they justifiably it was a bad finish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in a match that um, I, I, t- I tell you what was uh, when you get a uh, that was awesome chain after the match, um, night and day the the fiend Bray Wyatt defeating Finn Balor. They did this right. They absolutely did this right. Now I was a little I I wouldn't have done the entrance that way just because it's not what I would have thought of. I told you what I would have done. I'd have done a Funhouse episode yeah, that yeah. led to him already being in the ring because would have been different. From everybody else, but uh, man, that I like that they reworked <laughs> Bray's entrance so that it still has the reminiscent feelings of that Bray Wyatt thing. The music's been rehauled, uh, overhauled, and made into a new. It, it essentially sounds like a new theme, which, by the way, is climbing the iTunes charts. They removed the entrance from their YouTube because they want to make people go buy the entrance song wow. on uh, on on iTunes and all that. 
Um, so good for them, right? Yeah. Because uh, the song is kind of cool, and I love that lantern that looks like Bray's face. Like that was that was creepy. That, and awesome. that was very somebody told creepy. me Tom Savini did it, which is the guy who does uh, like he's a horror makeup icon. Uh, he did like the wow. he, he's done all sorts of like I like I want to say he worked on like Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead and stuff like that. And he's been a, a horror movie icon doing uh, special effects and makeup for years. And um, so like if that's true, that's really cool. They got him to work on that, and then he's working with Bray on stuff. I think the I think the mask was done by him as well. But I mean, and I liked the idea that every once in a while you saw little little flashes of the old Bray, like yeah, when he bent yeah, backwards yeah, out of yeah. the corner. But then he got up and it was like he was angry at himself, which I like because it's like, no, I'm not that Bray anymore. You know what I mean? Like he was like he was trying to yeah. not be that guy. And I like that these are layers to the character that I like that we don't see in a lot of people anymore. Yeah. And so I really, really enjoyed the presentation of the fiend who looked like a monster. Yeah, and, and Finn was like, what the heck is The rumors going? that I'm seeing is that Vince McMahon loves everything about this character and so that he wants to push this thing like The Undertaker. He wants to use him sparingly. He's only going to wrestle on pay-per-views. That'd and be the way to do it. He's not going to be there all the time. You can't overuse it. I mean, that yeah. was concerns we've had, like you know, like Ronda Rousey or something. Those concerns we had about Bray originally. Yeah, I mean, that's just it, it, you're right about about Ronda Rousey too. Yeah. It's just like you've got she's this has to be treated like a spectacle. That's why you only see Brock on the pay per views right. wrestling. You know, right, He'll and, come I, out and, and I'll let me tell you right now, this is way more interesting than Brock. So let's make him the spectacle. Yes. Uh, but anyway, it has highest 26 in the U.S., 25 in the U.K. was its theme song, and number two on the soundtrack charts. That Look is at that. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for them. So hats off to them. Good for them. Uh, but, and the, but the crowd was so into it. I will say this. It kind of felt like you know, when you watch these like independent shows and they try to do these like big productions and stuff, oh, oh. It, it had an independent feel. It did to a degree, but at the same but like, time. But in a good way. Where, yeah. But it was like well-produced, but it's like because it was just so different. To it was what, very like, different. Than what we get. Um, and I liked the finish, jumping into the mandible claw. Yeah. Like when he was, was he going for the stomp? Is that what he was going for? Yeah, and yeah. Bray got up and caught him in the, the mandible claw. And he does a vicious mandible claw. I like it. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. It God, looks I, good. God, I remember when like Mick Foley first did that, and I used to like, man, that was just like god awful, you know. And, and just, and, and, and the guy's taking that move, man, because those hands are sweaty and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's their biggest concern, I'm sure. Yeah. But in any event, uh, overall, great match. Yeah, I, I, for what for what it was supposed to be. It's not a five star classic, but it was an amazing spectacle. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good word for it. Cause I was going to say the same thing. Yes, as a spectacle is outstanding. Oh, and uh, one more match in the card. One more match. Yeah. You mean it's time for <clears throat> the main event of the evening? The reigning, defending, champion. undisputed universal champion, Brock. Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say this, this is the best Brock match we've seen in a while. Yes, yes. Probably since he wrestled like Daniel Bryan or some or, or or Finn or whoever it was he wrestled last, one of the smaller dudes. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the best one he's had since then. And, and, and the fact that it was like a fourteen minute match. Or something yeah, like that, it was. Yeah, that's the yeah. longest he's worked in <laughs> a year at this point. It was uh, a match that um, that like it was. Like balanced, it was uh, in the fact that like you didn't get like a thousand suplexes, or whatever. Which I don't mind though sometimes because it kind of because it either it's going to lead into something, right? Uh, but the fact that he lost cleanly, yeah, agreed. No, 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 no crotch, you know, punches or whatever. Right. No, you know, no chair shots. But Seth two things, just beat him. Two things bothered me with this match though. Okay, one, they were outside the ring a very long time. So they were longer so than Randy Orton, and Kofi Kingston, right? So it must have been a different referee, right? Or they forgot the count. 
Uh, and then Ra- uh, Seth Rollins' broken ribs, you have to do the uh, frog splash out on the table and stuff. Yeah, but they do that all the time. I know. I mean, that's, I know. That's, an old, that's an old thing that we, you know, that, that has always been done. I know. Um, now, the one thing with the counting that I'll give it a pass to sometimes is that I think of, I think in the perspective, uh, like the the situations like with Brock Lesnar, you know, and they never say this, so you kind of have to infer it for yourself. Maybe Heyman distracts the referee from time to time, keeps the count from happening. Maybe they're intimidated by Brock, and they're going to let Brock do whatever the hell Brock wants because they don't want to yeah. make Brock mad. Um, whatever it is, but I mean, I agree with you. They're on the same show. You have a count out, double double yeah. count out for a world title, and then the other one you don't even count. Yeah, that's it. It is a little ridiculous. Yeah, but. You know, I, I didn't mind it too much because it gave me more of a match than I've had from Brock in a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was fine. I, I guess Seth is the guy, but like, I didn't feel that way on Monday when the crowd's chanting AJ. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Uh, I yeah. don't feel like Seth's the guy. He's just he's not. It's so funny because it's like, hey, you know, all right, so fine. They took Roman off a of Raw and they gave you Seth, and yeah. now Seth's not working out either. And it's like, how long before they decide Roman needs to come back and yeah. take over that spot because yeah. if Seth didn't work out. But it's just hilarious when AJ comes out, it's supposed to be the seal, and then there's an AJ chant that kind of breaks out a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, ooh, uh, it's a little I, weird. Are they going to edit that out? Well, let's the- remember it's Canada, and they also rooted for Hogan over the Rock. So I mean, when he was NWO, I mean they're 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 going to root for who they want to root for they're, sometimes. They're, yeah, yeah. But in any event, yeah. overall, I mean, the show wasn't bad. It was a de- it was a good it was a it was a decent SummerSlam top to finish because there was good stuff on it. But again, it was just missing the drama. From feuds that mattered, yeah, yeah, you know that was the big issue that I had. Yeah, I mean, show. I mean, probably the, the the title match with the most drama was probably Becky and Natalia, right? You know, you know, because I, I felt like the Seth thing was kind of like, well, we've kind of seen this movie before with Brock, and yeah, but it went longer than the last time, so yeah. it was a different movie. And, that and time. I thought yeah. maybe, oh, and he's going to stop, maybe he will get the F five in, and then he mm-hmm. reversed it, and then did that. So that was like some drama. Kofi Dud, Bailey Dud, AJ, not a dud, Good, not but, great, yeah. 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 So uh, overall, I'm probably going to rest on a seven and a half for SummerSlam, just because the Fiend was a big deal. Yeah, we did have some yeah, I mean, really I mean, good matches on there. You know, the yeah. thing was fun. The Charlotte Trish yeah. thing was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seven, seven and a half. I, I, I give yeah. you that. That sounds about right. Yeah. So in any event, that is uh, SummerSlam. Yep. Um, Super Slam. Summerfest, as Jeremy yeah. Piven puts it, because <laughs> you know Jeremy Piven can't be wrong. Yeah. Uh, you deny. Did, don't ever try to doubt Jeremy Piven. Does he even work anymore? I don't know. I, I don't know. He'll never be back in WWE, I can tell you that much. Uh, in any event, uh, I had done a post earlier. Let me just see if anybody sent anything or posted anything for us to uh, take a look at here. A lot of comments on stuff because you posted something. Corey said, uh, do you guys think WWE will protect The Fiend? Certain reports uh, reports, and the lack of him or mention at all on Tuesday seems to suggest so. I would. It does seem that way, that they know yeah. that he's a spectacle and not to be used all the time. Um I think that is meant to protect him at this point. Uh, Jeffrey Dietz wants to know, do you guys want to, want to see Finn join the OC after his vacation? I'm thinking maybe he comes back and feuds with them first. The OC brings out the demon and Finn. Maybe have Finn beat AJ and take over the OC. Uh, I don't want to see him beat AJ. I'd rather ju- I'd rather see him come back like he's going to help somebody against the OC and then turn on that person joining the OC. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to see him fight. I'd rather have him team up and then maybe feud. Later. I would. I would like to see that. And then what would be fun is to see him and AJ not feud with each other, but both be going for the world titles on separate shows. That would be kind of fun. Well, that's it for the uh, Facebook post. So I think that's going to do it for us this week. 
Uh, next week, we'll be discussing a, a different stuff, actually. Some rumors, yeah. some news, and whatnot. Uh, if you have anything New Japan-related you want to send our way. Hey, by the way, if you have links and stuff you want to send to us, yes. you know, to watch things, that helps, too, because we can look for them, but we're just not always successful sometimes. So if you have any links that you know of to watch them, by all means, send them our way so we can check it out, uh, because we have, I am interested in some of the stuff. Um, there's been some good stuff in the G1 tournament. I know that for a fact. I've seen a few of those matches, just not all of them. And I, I am naive to how the point system works there. So in the brackets, so like I see guys win, but then I understand they're still not leading, and I'm like, I don't understand what's happening here. But in any event, that's it for Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat this week, episode 112. Next week's episode 113. Wow. If there's anything you want us to talk about, make sure you get in touch with us, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99, or email us ESPR at FM99.com. So until that time, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Repeat.